What is up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever Dudes Who Bet Sports. So you want to bet sports, but you need some advice on how to cash in big at a heck of a price. Well, if you want enough money to line your shorts, then you're in the right place. This is Dudes Who Bet Sports. Dudes Who Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Where degenerates go. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, the Associated Press is full of shit. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Dudes Who Bet Sports Show. And let's get right to it, Papa Dude. A lot happening, as Jason says. What in the world can these guys possibly have to talk about? Gosh, where do you want to start? Do you want to start about uh, with Deion Sanders? You want to start with Urban Meyer? You want to start with COVID? What? I'll, I'll let you. De- I'll let you decide. Oh, really? Well, thanks. Um, should we get Herb out of the way? Maybe let's I don't do know. Herb. I think I think that's great. Yeah, Urban Meyer. Last night, I'm uh, getting ready to go to bed. I'm actually just laid down, and the alert comes over my phone about midnight Central Time. <laughs> Urban Meyer gets fired. <laughs> uh from from head coach of jacksonville so he doesn't last the whole season uh what do you think uh what do you think about the news well first of all i gotta give a shout out shout out to you you called it last week if i remember yeah i was kind of arguing with you i thought they'd give him another year uh well i've got i i listened to some guys this morning on the radio and, and one of them was exactly like i i was i thought this would work i really did i i really thought he could go to the pros and be successful. One of the, one of the few college coaches, successful college coaches, that has been able to make that transition. There aren't very many, and I thought he was. I thought he was capable of of doing it. Mm-hmm. So I'm 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 kind of shocked that it didn't work out. I I, I really am. How, how do you feel about it? Well, I, I think when they hired him, I didn't think it would last, you know, one year. I thought he'd have two, three, four years. I'm always skeptical about a college coach. Um, I, yeah, I didn't think it would be a total disaster. I think the biggest problem with college coaches is is they are, you know, the center of the attention when they're yeah. in college. And when they get to the NFL, there's a lot of people they have to answer to. There's a lot of people's opinions that have to come in. And, of course, the players are obviously a little different as well. But I think it's an ego thing, you know. I just I don't I yes. think they're used to, hey, it's my way or it's the highway and you're gone. And that's just not how it is in the NFL. And I think more than anything, that's what we saw here, right? Like he couldn't push people around, bully people around like he could in college. Well, I, you know, and and even the college landscape is starting to change a little bit with this NIL and some of this uh, the, the transfer portal to where they don't have I, – I don't think college coaches have as much control over their players as they used to. Mm-hmm. But your point is absolutely well taken. That is true. In college, you're the guy. And you do have some control over them. Yeah. You give them a scholarship. They have to follow rules, blah, blah, blah. The other thing about professional players, you can't get in their face. They're not going to take it because – especially, you know, a really good player because he has more control than you do. Mm-hmm. And I, I think college coaches have a hard time with that. As you said, not wanting to control everything. It's just after, a, you know, after a tough loss in, in college, you can get after them pretty good mm-hmm. in practice the next day or whenever you can't do that in the pros. They don't react to that kind of stuff. Uh, so they're older, I'm not going to say they're more mature because I don't think they are. No, 
I think NFL players may be even less mature than college players. They're more empowered, though. I think yeah. that's the big thing. Uh, and, and uh, you know, with NIL and like you said, with college and they're making money now and that's in the recruiting. We'll talk about that in just a second. I, it, that's going to change as well. I think the old school coach is going to go further and further away uh, as we go on here. Uh, okay, next question here from Jason. <laughs> what school with no sense of morality signs him first uh you know uh, you know eric norris a, a guy that uh, comments a little bit he texts me and asks me the same thing i don't know that that's going to happen i i really think urban meyer's kind of done with the college football part of it uh you know i think he thought he could go to the nfl and it'd be a little bit easier job in terms of not having to recruit uh and do things like that what do you think does he coach again uh, or is he kind of done okay here's the thing he is a proven winner mm -hmm. at the college level he's won everywhere I, I was thinking about that before we ever started you know mm -hmm. we all thought art briles who was ultra successful at baylor would eventually get another head coaching job yep. and he has not i don't know whether he's wanted one or not i don't know I'm going to go out on a limb and say that if Urban wants to be, get back in college football, somebody will take a chance on him because he has won big. Yep. You know, uh, Art Browse was successful at Baylor, but but didn't win like like he has. And I, I I think somebody might take a chance. I was listening to some guys this morning. They brought up a very interesting school. I don't think they would do this, but they think Nebraska would be. <laughs> in him if scott yes. frost fails yeah i don't think nebraska would would take a chance i don't think that program uh, is like that but i disagree i think they would you think they jump all over yeah i think it's it's the it's somebody like that that's desperate you know what yeah. if florida state sucks for another year or two that was you another know? one that was mentioned yeah, I mean, Florida, you know, Florida, what if this new hire doesn't work out? I mean, it's going to take a team that's a big-time program that's desperate. I, I don't think he wants to do it, though. You know, he had a great job in Ohio State. That's true. He, he kind of, like, faked illnesses and got out of there. So, Do you ever get the impression that Herb doesn't know from one day to the next what he wants to do? Yeah, for sure. I mean, he, he's kind of one of these guys that I don't think he's real happy with his life, maybe. I don't yeah. know. You would think he would be, but well, I, I, I don't know. And Kevin O says he's just not a nice human being. He's really not. And that's his thing. He never has been. And I think he's just kind of a prick. And, you know, and I think that's what got him. Because like uh, uh, Russ says, if Cliff, if Cliff Kingsbury can work, Urban can, it's the off-field stuff that got him. And that's exactly right. And very rarely do X's and O's be the big thing for these college coaches jumping in the NFL. A lot of people like to think that, but really it's not. It's the attitude. It's your mental approach to it. Cliff King's a very, very laid back guy. He wasn't a guy in college that was all get in your face and it's my way of the highway type of guy. So that personality has worked in the NFL. And like I said, X's and O's, eh, it's, it's really, it's not that big of a difference or a big of a jump. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I think just definitely that, that attitude uh, mm -hmm. for sure um, you know, and Magic says, remove Tim Tebow from the equation. Can you name any stars he coached who turned out to be good humans? I'm good sure there's some, but, you know, that's kind of the reputation that he's gotten. Yeah, that's true. And some people question Tim Tebow's 
being a good person. <laughs> a lot of people think he's fake, but yeah, I'm not going to go that far. But anyway, yeah, that's a good point, Magic. Real good. Yeah. Um, yeah, and Russ says Florida State makes so much sense. Let's move to the Florida State situation that's happening. Uh, the, the big news yesterday, the number two player in the country who was committed to Florida State, number two as far as the recruiting rankings go, jump ships to Jackson State with Deion Sanders. If you haven't been following Deion Sanders, he went 11-1 this year with Jackson State, had a great year, and then he lands the number two recruit in the country. Sounds like a big NIL deal from Barstool Sports is probably what pushed him that way. What are your thoughts on uh, the number two player in the country as far as the recruiting rankings go going to Jackson State yesterday? Well, I, that I, it, you hit it. It's the NIL thing that mm -hmm. Dion was – able to get for him yep. and we're going to see this some i think with certain people uh i think magic uh brought it up the other day and i kind of slept it off uh dion getting i forget what big time college job we were talking about Florida state is that what it was yeah and i kind of said are oh, you crazy magic i'm beginning to think that magic you're not crazy i i think because because of recruiting and things of that nature um he might get a shot and um, he probably needs another year or so at Jackson state to have a really good, good season, but they love him at Florida state and he's all flash and he could get that program. He could get players in there. There's no doubt about it. Can he coach? I, I don't know that yet, but he can, he could get a staff together and beginning to think he he's going to be on somebody's list before long. Yeah, there's no doubt uh, he's going to be. And I think what we saw yesterday is Dion has the connections yep. to get an NIL deal done. He has he's he's connected with Barstool Sports. Barstool Sports, obviously, a website who uh, you know thr thrives on really shaking things up, doing things out of the norm, taking your 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 standard ESPN stuff and saying this is all bullshit. Look at us. Here's what we're going to do. They've been very successful. They're very fun to follow. And, yeah. and they've done something kind of revolutionary here, getting the number two player in the country to Jackson State to play for Deion Sanders. So it's it's really kind of cool. Um, I, 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 I just was laughing hysterically at this all day. And I thought, this is this is the new world we live in, you know? Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think it's going to be pretty incredible to see if he can kind of keep that going. Uh, yeah. yeah. It, 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 you know, the, the, guy, the guy at Florida State is under a lot of pressure right now. He yeah. Really is. And they had a good recruiting class despite losing him. Their recruiting yeah. class was good. I think the guy's a good coach. I really do. But how would you like to have that pressure over your head uh, now? And, of course, he would be a perfect fit at, yeah. at Florida State. As, uh, you know, somebody said something about Urban Meyer going there, too. He was at Florida. You would think that job would appeal to him. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. I think Urban's one of these guys that, that gets tired of the coaching, gets out of it, but he needs to be in the limelight. I think he needs to be in the limelight, and then he start, starts thinking he needs to get back in there. So yeah. I don't think we've seen the last of him. Um, we'll just have to see who's desperate enough. But a lot of you guys on here are saying that uh, you agree with the Nebraska thing. Yeah. There goes oh, that. There goes that wholesome attitude of the Nebraska fans, though, you know? Well, we don't act like that. The deal is the 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 
college football hasn't been wholesome for a hundred years. And now, and I agree with, with what Jason says here, now that it's all out in the open, there will be many more of these kind of decisions from players the NIL. This oh, pain yeah. thing is all out in the open. We're what what's happening in college football right now has happened for a hundred years. Yeah. You know, it's and now just it's just that. out. And they asked Brent Venables about this at his press mm -hmm. conference about how do you address NIL and, his kind of take on it was you have to, you have to, you know, address it. You have, you know, you have to be mindful of it. You have to have systems in place. And his kind of thought process was if it's the first or second question out of the, out of the mouths of the recruit, then maybe we're going to pass because it, it, it doesn't need to be the first or second question, but it's something they've been addressing uh, with all of them. So it's the new world we live in, right? Yeah. And it's going to change things. It really is. And I don't think it's for the better. Well, I, I think I think they need to be paid. I think they probably, like anything when it's new, they didn't think of certain things like this happening, you know, and they right. probably should have, but it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a old. And, you know, you can't blame a kid for taking their money. Well, hell no. Like I saw these people going, what a loser. He took millions and now he's going yeah. to Jackson State. It's like, really? 18-year-old kid? Yeah, paid millions of dollars. You got to be a loser if you turn that down. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing. I mean, there's these there's there's been people that in the media of college football that are really being dated right now. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is this is not what it used to be. No. You know, this kid coming to your home school and, and playing for the pride of that school. Yeah, it's going to happen some, but. The getting the Not, big players to do that, those days are done. No, these, these these five stars that are coming out, they're out. I don't want to make this sound too bad, but they're out for anything they can get. They exactly. really are. Yeah. They've been told they're superstars when they really yep. haven't earned it yet. So they're out for the highest bidder. It's yep. that simple. Yep. And, and I think that's a lot of the problem with Lincoln Riley at OU. He was not getting those gritty players to fill yep. in around these five stars who what happens when they get there and they don't turn out. And mm -hmm. most of them really don't. There's yeah. one school that gets them to turn out better than anybody else. And that's Alabama. Yeah. So yeah. everybody needs to go see what Nick's doing. You, you <laughs> have to have a mix of guys. Like you yeah, said, yeah. you can't have to. all it's, it, it, you can't have all, this is a business transaction type attitude guys. And, I think that's what uh, you know. OU has with the new coach of Venables is trying to no kind of tell us we're going to get some of these guys. We're going to get some guys that really want to be here. And yeah. listen, that's you olds what... that are, are 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 all over these guys, you're going to have to get over it because you, you got an 18 year old kid and you're going to give them. Let, let's forget about the millions, but say you got a guy and you've signed him for a hundred thousand for a deal somewhere, they're going there. Well, and they I don't blame them. Yeah. They're crazy if they don't. Yeah. You yeah. know, and, and and Jason makes a very good point down there at the bottom. Mm -hmm. And this is what we said, I believe, on the very first show we ever did about this NIL. Yeah. The good boys are going to be just fine on this. Yeah. And it's going to it's going to increase the lack of parity in college football because your powers are going to be able to get these guys. Yep. And your mid-level schools are going to be left, you know just digging for whatever they can. So Lane Kiffin actually addressed that at uh, a, a press conference. I don't remember. I think it was a couple of days ago. He, he said the same thing. You know, he said, yeah. Hey, the bigger schools, the bigger money, they're going to, they're, you know, they're just going to naturally benefit from this. 
So I, I totally agree. You know, uh, I, I think. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I say it's going to be tougher and tougher. Oh, it is. Yeah. The ironic thing is this has been going on places. Don't tell me it hasn't for oh, years. Yeah. And now it's legal. Yeah. Now it's legal. That's all it is. And now it's a free for all. And, and listen, the free agency in college football is now a thing. I mean, the way no, the portal is being used, it's. If, 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 yeah. And if you get mad at the coach, you can go. Bye. Yeah. See ya. Yeah. And, so, and I mean, you're in a situation if you don't have a tight end. Okay. Who's in the portal? Let's grab him. Let's try to get him. Let's try to get him. That's, yeah. that's where we're at. You know, coaching college football has just gotten a lot. It was hard anyway. Yeah. Now it's even worse. You got to, you got so many things you have to think about. For sure. Yeah. Well, For sure. It's going well, to be interesting to follow, but it was, it was a fun news day yesterday. It's just, it was crazy. So, uh, all right. Last thing. Uh, who does dudes who bet sports pay to come to Oklahoma? That's the last okay. question. Who do you want to go get? Let's go get the uh, kid at Alabama. We'll try to get in first. Bryce Young. Let's get him. <laughs> uh, what can we offer him? Four or five oil wells. Uh, <laughs> car agency in Norman. Uh, what else? Yeah. Like. We, we could get on the phone and make that happen. I don't think we need a quarterback, though. No, Try to no, go get a couple of defensive let's guys. Let's go get the biggest damn defensive player we can get, and maybe a, a monster running back. would be. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking, too. Let's get let's get a running back. Let's get uh, some defensive guys finally yeah. at OU. That's that's what we'll come do. Um, all right. Do you want to start? Yeah, <laughs> give them Saratoga I don't think that payment will be enough, Jason. They're going to want more. Saratoga Slim. I don't know where that came from, Jason. (laughs) All right. Do you want to start with the NFL, or do you want to start with uh, this week's bowl games? Well, the bowl games are pretty crappy, so why don't we get them over with? (laughs) Okay, I like it. All right, so let's get to the uh, handicapping part of the show here. By the way, uh, I've got a I've got a good way to end our uh, after we do the uh, bowl games in the NFL. I got a good good story time with us to end the show. Okay. And as it. usual, folks, I have no idea what it is. Yep, I know we're going to surprise you. All right, we're going to do the bowl games uh, for Friday and Saturday here, uh, and then and then we'll go to the NFL. We'll kick it off. The bowls start tomorrow, uh, tomorrow at 11 a.m. Central Time. The Bahamas Bowl. Middle Tennessee at, or at versus Toledo. Toledo, a 10-point favorite. All right, kick us off. Where are we going? <laughs> well, that's one I didn't even look at, to be honest. I do think this. These two teams may have the best bowl because that's the best place to go. Yes. That would be pretty cool. You go six and six in a crappy conference, and you get to go to the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. And not only that, you get to go before Christmas to where you'll have Christmas vacation off. You know, you don't have to, to practice yep. on Christmas Day. Uh, you get out of school for a week. They probably are out anyway. So, and then you got Toledo up there in Toledo, Ohio. I don't imagine the weather's too good there. You get to go down there for a wonderful seven and five season. I'm these bowl games, they got this crap all screwed up, I think. Yeah. So, anyway, I don't know. I didn't even look at this game much at all. Uh, I think I would take Toledo. I don't know about 10 points, though. I believe I would. I probably go Middle Tennessee plus the ten. Yeah, I studied this one for a little bit, and I really think Middle Tennessee State will keep it closer than ten. Or uh, Middle Tennessee, I should say, will keep it closer than ten points. So I'm going to go Middle Tennessee here. I think you know I, I'm not real high on these uh, MAC teams this year. I, I watched yeah. a lot of the action, and they weren't great. Uh, I think Middle Tennessee's played a little bit better play, uh, better people. So I'm going to go 
Middle Tennessee plus the 10. All right, let's go on to the next one on the docket uh, for Friday. The Tail Greeter Cure Bowl uh, will feature Northern Illinois and Coastal Carolina. Coastal Carolina, an 11-point favorite in this one. I know you've looked at this one. What do you think? Yeah, I kind of like this one because I, I, I have a little bit of interest in Coastal Carolina because they're 10-2, and two, and uh, really they're a pretty good team. Uh, they got beat by Appalachian State, which knocked them out of uh, – Sunbelt championship game. And, and, and a lot of people, and I wouldn't either if I didn't have to look at this, um, the Sunbelt was pretty good this year. That's mm-hmm. usually a really crappy conference, and it was it was one of the better ones of the, the lesser conferences. Um, here's the deal. They're better than Northern Illinois. There's no doubt about it. I looked Northern Illinois statistics up. They're giving up about as many points as you're scoring, and they're 9-4. and four. You don't see that very often. Mm-hmm. They are the MAC champions, and you alluded to the fact that the MAC was really weak this year, and it was. But you know, bowl games—you just don't know how teams are going to play, and what do they have to play for? Eleven points is an awful lot for me. I'm going to take Northern Illinois plus the points, but I think Coastal Carolina will beat them. I'm the same. I'm taking Northern Illinois plus the 11. Uh, I think if it was a seven, I would probably go Coastal Carolina. I think they're going to win this game, but I expect Northern Illinois to keep it close. You know, this team, like I said, uh, they've competed outside of the conference decently. They lost those games, but they at least, you know, were, were decent in them. Uh, I, I kind of think Northern Illinois will keep this one close. So I'm going to go Northern Illinois plus 11 in this one. All right, let's move on to Saturday. Uh, and the roofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl will kick us off. Western Kentucky and Appalachian State. We've got Appalachian State as a three-point favorite in this one. Where are you going? Well, we got a team that's pretty good on defense and just normal on offense against the team that's just the opposite. Mm-hmm. Western Kentucky can put up points. Uh, I don't have it in front of me. I believe the kid's name is Bailey Stapp. I believe it's the quarterback for Western Kentucky. He's averaging over 405 yards a game passing. Mm-hmm. They can light it up. Uh, but they got thumped in their conference championship game by UTSA, and I thought they would beat them. I really did. And they 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 made the game close at the end, but they got beat a lot worse than the score was. And then I thought Appalachian State might beat Louisiana, and they didn't. So yep. these are two teams coming off disappointing losses in their conference championship games. I just think overall Appalachian State has been a little bit more consistent, and I think they'll shut them down some. So I'm going to go with them at minus three. I went with Appalachian State minus three as well. So we agree once again here, and I'm I'm with you on the logic. I, I just feel like Appalachian State will be able to stop them a little bit better and some of the teams they played in the CUSA this year. And uh, I, like I said, I think Sunbelt is strong this year uh, when it comes to the, the smaller conferences. So I'm going to take Appalachian State minus the three. All right, we move on to the New Mexico Bowl. Uh, UTEP goes uh, to take on Fresno State. Fresno State, an 11.5-point favorite in this one. Uh, good season for UTEP. Uh, Fresno, really good season, I felt like. Can they cover the 11.5? Uh, yeah, UTEP seven and five for them. That that's really good. I, in fact, on my original very first uh, bottom ten, they were in it, and they went seven and five. They I think they once were like six and one, so they mm-hmm. slumped down the stretch. Um, 
Fresno State, in my opinion, was the best team in the in the Mountain West. They just lost some games they shouldn't. They played a very difficult non-conference schedule, and that might have wore them down a little bit too. Uh, this is I don't usually take a point spread this big, but if they are ready to play, and that's the key, are they going to come in with enough motivation and be emotional to win this game? And they may overlook UTEP. That's the other thing. I think they're going to cover this. This this could be a slaughter if they're ready to play. I think they're a lot better than UTEP. I do too. I just think they, I, I don't really think uh, UTEP will be able to match up. So I'm going to go Fresno state minus the 11 and a half as well. Uh, not one I'm really excited about. I don't love taking big spreads in bowl games, but right. I think in this situation, it, it makes sense. Um, it, Russ says need clarification on the Fresno quarterback situation. So here's my advice because uh, and, and this goes for these games in the Bulls and then the NFL that we're going to talk about. There's so many players in question right now, whether they're going to play or not. Make sure before you bet, I would wait to the day of the game and make sure you know who's playing and who's not. So it's going to be a little hectic uh, with these Bulls and with the NFL this week with all the COVID problems. So just keep that in mind as we go through this. All right, let's move on to the Independence Bowl, UAB. Goes uh, to uh, Shreveport to take on BYU. BYU only a seven-point favorite. I, I'm all over BYU in this game. Where are you looking? Well, I'm the same way. And the same logic is, uh, is this one compared to the last one. Is BYU going to be ready to play? Mm-hmm. I'm a little shocked they didn't get a better bowl. Aren't you at 10-2? Yes. Yeah, I thought they'd be in a well, much better bowl. Yeah, yeah. with the name they, they've got and uh-huh. ranked in the top 15. I was shocked when I saw this. Uh, again, they're an independent, so that kind of hurts their yeah. uh, status. Uh, so they 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 could be flat coming into this. There may not be a whole lot of motivation. They're playing a team that's disappointed this year. They they thought they were going to be a little better. I mean, eight and four is not bad. And you know, this is a program that was shut down five or six years ago. They just disbanded. They didn't have the program. Mm-hmm. And uh, the coach that was there stayed, mm-hmm. uh, and they built it back up. I can't think of the guy's name offhand, but I don't know why he doesn't get mentioned for some jobs. He what a hell? He's done a hell of a job down there. You lose the program, and yeah. then he stays, and 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 they get it going again. And they've had winning seasons every year since he got it going. So what I'm getting at is they're going to play their ass off, mm-hmm. and that's why the seven scares me. There's no doubt BYU's better. They have better wins. Uh, UAP has lost to, to Rice at Birmingham, you know. So mm-hmm. I'm with you. I think they cover if they're ready to play. And Russ says kind of what you're alluding to. Yeah. He doesn't think BYU wants to be there. <laughs> Who does? So he's taking UAB. That's You don't decent. want to go to Shreveport? <laughs> yeah, that's a decent thought process. Uh, real quick on this one, Dennis, talk about the UTEP game. Do you think UTEP can get over 19 and a half? I think that Fresno defense is pretty good. I, I think it's questionable. What do you think? Well, he says, can they get it a garbage, uh, garbage yeah. time TD or two? And I think that's I think that's possible, Dennis. I think that's a pretty good uh, an- analysis there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see what happens there. I I I, I just think they're going to get overmatched. And I think if, if Fresno's ready to play, like Papa Dude said, and again – in these bowls, that's the, always a big question. Very tough to predict that. Yeah, uh, I think if they're ready, I think they can shut them down. All right, let's 
move on to the Lending Tree Bowl in Mobile, Alabama. Who doesn't want to be here? Uh, Eastern Michigan and Liberty in this one. Liberty, pretty disappointing season. Eastern Michigan, I bet they're fairly excited to be there. They don't go to a bowl all that often. Uh, Liberty, though, a nine and a half point favorite here. Where are you heading with this one? Well, I think the best line in this would bet the attendance <laughs> over under 10,000 at this under. Time. Yeah. I mean, who in the hell would want to go see this game? I don't know. Um, so uh, you're right about Eastern Michigan. This They're going to think they're in heaven. Yep. To leave uh, Michigan and go down to the Gulf. Um, who am I picking? Well, <laughs> Liberty had a disappointing year. They thought they were going to be a lot better than what they are. I've yeah. seen them a couple of times. I, I don't think they're very good. Uh, the line is nine and a half. I'm going to go Eastern Michigan plus the nine and a half. I, I will take Liberty only because I just don't, don't really believe in those Mac schools. The only Mac school I'm going to bet is that Northern Illinois, just because they're getting enough points and they were the champions of that league. Right. I, I'm with you. I think Liberty could show up and be like, yeah, we don't really want to be here, but I don't really think Eastern Michigan uh, will want to be there either. So, and as Jason says, Mobile is so pretty this time of year. <laughs> well, it's pretty than prettier than Ypsilanti, uh, Michigan, I'll bet you. Well, that is definitely true. That is definitely true. I don't know. Maybe Magic can chime in. Maybe he's been there. Oh, maybe that's he right. Can... He's probably been there. He probably maybe. spent a lot of summers as a boy hunting wolverines. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> magic have you ever seen a wolverine a live... i just had such a weird like image in my head of magic out hunting a wolverine in the backwoods of michigan as a boy that's oh boy i don't yeah, know, if... <laughs> know. we got to move on <laughs> i'd like to know if he's ever seen a wolverine a live wolverine or even a dead one michigan says the sixth circle of hell is nicer than <laughs> Six. Whoa, man. <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean, all right. So I, mean, I, seen a wolverine. I would like to see a Wolverine in the. No, I, w- I would too. I Not would up too. close, though. I mean, I, I got to be in the car. Those things are, they're vicious. Uh, magic out in the backwoods with my raccoon skin cap, <laughs> bear skin coat, and musket. <laughs> <laughs> the good old musket. All He's right. Let's not answered the question, though. That no. No. He hasn't. He hasn't. I, are, there I, really, I don't, are there really Wolverines in Michigan? I know there is. There's the movie The Wolverine. Maybe that's uh, what. I don't know. Okay. All right. Let's move on to uh, the L.A. Bowl. The Jimmy LA Kimmel L.A. Bowl Kimmel presented LA by Bowl. <laughs> This is This is nuts. Yeah. It's at the new SoFi Stadium in Inglewood, California. There's going to be maybe a thousand people at this game. Yeah. So kind of yeah. like the Chargers game. Uh, Utah State and, Air, and Oregon State, if I could talk. Utah State, Oregon State. Oregon State, seven-point favorite in here. I thought this was an opportunity to play the underdog. I like Utah State a little bit. I took Utah State plus the seven. Papa Dude, where are you going here? Um, I'm like you. I, I don't think Oregon State's very good. They are favored. Favored. I think that'll be some motivation for Utah State. They're 10 and 3. It's pretty remarkable. I don't imagine very many people in this country could would tell you that Utah State's 10 and 3. So they're under the radar. They're not going to be very respected in this game. Yes, I'm exactly with you. I'm taking them. They may even win. 
Yeah, I, I, I think they might too. And as Kevin O says, at least the Chargers draw their opponents' fans <laughs> there. Yeah, yeah. That's How many a- Kansas City people will be there tonight? Well, oh, it it's going to be Kansas City West tonight. There will yeah. be I don't know how much the place holds, but the Kansas City will have fifty, sixty thousand fans. Probably. There, I bet. Um, yeah, you know, you watch it again. I don't know how much it holds, but that looks like such a big, massive place. And just think, that's going to feel like a high school scrimmage uh, when when Utah State and Oregon State do battle on Saturday. But you know what? I'll be watching, so <laughs> I can promise you that much. Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jason says no love for the Beaver. Well, not specifically <laughs> for this game, Jason. And then we'll keep leave it at that. Uh, Matt, you've done our answer Wolverines, here. Yes, Wolverines are not made it native to Michigan. Oh, Siding in 2004 in the UP. What? Where's the? What's that? It's the Upper Peninsula. Okay, <laughs> thank you very much. Was the first? <laughs> How did you know that? Was I just the... know these things. <laughs> It was the first confirmed sighting in 200 years. Really? Yeah. So they lie. I guess. They're not the they're not the those little bastards. They're not the Michigan. I wonder if the ba- I wonder if Badgers are in Wisconsin. Yeah, surely. Yeah. We know Gophers are in Minnesota. Yeah. But they're not Golden. <laughs> this is true. No, they're not Golden. Uh Dennis says much magic knows about Wolverines. I do think he's he enjoys learning about them yes. and maybe hunting them too. I don't know. I don't know. First confirmed sighting in 200 years. That's unbelievable. Yes, where do they live? Canada, I guess. I I don't know. Are they fictional? No, they're not fictional. <laughs> Have you All right, we got to move on. This is, Have you this ever is... seen one? Uh, wait, is the whole Michigan two peninsulas thing not common knowledge? Well, not to this idiot. It's not. Obvious. So, <laughs> Aaron, right. on a, listen, on a map, mm-hmm. have you seen that part of Michigan that's kind of separated? Yes, I've seen it. That's the upper peninsula. Okay, well, I didn't know that's what it was called. I know. <laughs> <sighs> Magic says he's only seen wolverines in zoos. I would like to see one. Okay, well, maybe that's my goal in life. Is to see one. Okay, let's okay. move on. Let's right. get this over with. The final <laughs> college football game uh, of the uh, weekend and the one that mm-hmm. we'll talk. We'll talk about this Monday game on the Monday show. But the, the last Saturday game is the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl, and we have Louisiana uh, and Marshall. I thought this was a weird one. This is kind it of is. a. I mean, I don't know if their fans are really fired up, but it has potential to be a home game. Uh, Louisiana, only a five-point favorite here against Marshall. I'm all over Louisiana. I think they're good. What do you think? I do, too, and I'm. A, that's just another one. I thought it would get a little bit better than than that. Mm-hmm. You go 12-1, and one, you get to go play Marshall, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, five. I don't quite get that. Uh, Marshall's seven and five, and, and they've got thumped a couple of times. Didn't have a very good year by their standards. Five points. I don't really understand that one. So yeah, I'm all over this. I think I think if they're ready now again, I don't know. I don't know how many fans they'll have go down there. You'd think they would. You'd think, I would think. You'd I think mean, they'd have ten or 15, ten or twelve thousand, wouldn't they? Maybe. Yeah. And, and who from Marshall's going to go to this game? I mean, yeah, yeah. I can't think of anybody that's they'll have like a hundred people maybe. So. No, yeah. yeah, I like I like Louisiana. I, I think they're a heck of a story. That'd be thirteen and one. That's a yep. pretty good season. Now the other, the other angle is they did lose their coach, 
you know, and he's yeah. not coaching in this game, but they hired from within. And, and what I read, believe it or not, I read, did some research. They do uh, like him a lot. The, the players do. They were all behind hiring him. So I don't think that's going to make a big difference. Yeah. Um, Dennis is going to take Louisiana as well. You know, I, I, yeah. I'm, he's, he doesn't understand it. Now, uh, I'll, I'll put this on. This will be our last uh, question before we go to the NFL because this is going to. We're not going to just go through maybe and pick out games we're, we're liking or are we going to. No, we're not going to do that. We're, we, we're out of time. Uh, okay. So. Prepared <laughs> for that. Oh. How, well, okay. I'll let you do it real quick. But before you get there, this is going to be an angle that you have to. You have to definitely take into account. Seven yes. O asked the question: How do you play games when the head coach leaves? That's right. It it depends is the best answer. Uh, in situations like this, where they hire from within, and and you know the staff's really mostly unchanged, I don't think it makes any difference right. whatsoever. Uh, in the situations where things are really kind of in an upheaval, I think that's when it, it makes yeah. a bigger difference. What do you think? Oh, I totally agree. That's another angle you got to play on these bowl games because you just don't know. You just don't like the Oklahoma situation. They've lost several assistants. Uh, obviously, the head coach. Uh, it, it helps having Bob Stoops there, and you know, it kind of holds it together. But that's one I'm pretty worried about how they're going to play. Now, the, the the tricky thing with that game specifically is you got Oregon going through the th- same thing, so it kind of levels the playing field, and you kind of just take it for what it is. But if, nice. say Oklahoma was playing a team, and their staff was intact, and the coach was intact, I, I would think that would be. A big right. time difference. So. Well, the other thing I look at too, guys, when you're betting these bowl games, how many players opted out from these yep. teams that aren't playing? You know, players that were significant contributors in the regular season decide not to play the bowl game. So you got to make another sure good point. Play. If you got a lot of veterans and the coach leaves, I do think if, if you know you got a team that's prideful, they're like, hey, let's show them they shouldn't yep. have left type of thing as well. So that Absolutely. does come into play. So Absolutely. the coach not being there isn't always a negative. Just kind of you got to read each situation for what yeah. it is. Yeah. Uh, and, and again, in the Louisiana situation, you know, hired from within, everybody's kind of the same. I really, I don't think it makes much difference at all. All right, you said you got a couple of games you're looking forward to. No, I just thought we'd go through there and just highlight a few, and but we won't talk about it much. Okay, so you you said you were ready. What what game? I'm are ready. You- Go I ahead. like this. I like UTSA and San Diego State simply because I want to watch the Roadrunners. Yeah. And well, like, both teams are twelve and one. Yeah. Or, or, or both teams are good. Right. Is it twelve one eleven? That's, two. A, that's yeah. kind of a good one. Uh, one sure. of the lesser games. Okay. Next one, uh, Missouri and Army. I kind of like to watch Army play. Yeah. Don't know how they're going to come back after that loss. Okay, you can skip the next one. That's a dog. Uh, oh, that one, UCF and Florida. Yeah, I think that's an interesting uh, game where uh, you know UCF would love to play Florida in regular season. Now they get a chance to get them. Yep. Uh, the next one's horrible. Uh, yuck! Another <laughs> yuck! Another yuck! Miss um, Orta, Houston, Auburn, Mississippi State, Texas Tech. They're kind of blowing that up at Leach against his old school. So this one I think is going to be great. This is a can't miss game. The Liberty Bowl against Mississippi yeah. State and Texas Tech. I, I, because Texas you want to hear Tech, the comments. Texas Tech owes Mike Leach a ton of money. So they're never going to pay uh, him. According to Mike Leach. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know for sure. But, yeah, that's going to be pretty interesting. And, and the comments Leach is going to make before. Yeah. and yeah, That's what you want to – the press conferences you want to kind of – 
yeah. listen to those. You need to circle that game. Tuesday, December 28th. Uh, mm-hmm. Looks like it's going to be 545, the Liberty Bowl. You need yeah. to watch that one. That, that should be, be a good one. Uh, I don't see nothing, anything there. Of course, yeah. that one, of course, for us will be. Yeah, Oklahoma uh, and, and Oregon on December 29th. I think that and I think that'll be an entertaining game. Yeah, you know, yeah. Both teams uh, have, have, have a history with each other. So uh, I definitely think that's going to be a good one. Yeah, I think so too. And it's an interesting matchup anyway between those two schools. They've got some tradition. Uh, what about Air Force and uh, Louisville? You think that's a can't miss game? Well, Dennis, because of you, I probably will watch <laughs> watch that. I kind of like to watch Air, Air Force play. You know, they're kind of fun to watch, but yeah. no, no, it's not a big game. <laughs> um... Just because of Big 12 ties, I think that Clemson-Iowa State game is kind of an interesting game. Okay, I'm going to tie in what Kevin asked. Okay, you got Clemson. They've lost some assistance. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they've, they're kind of in disarray. You got Iowa State. It's a bunch of seniors playing in their mm-hmm. last game. The coach is still there. Everybody's still intact. That might be one right. where you could lean on Iowa State. I, yeah. I don't think they're quite as good as Clemson, but Clemson's kind of got some issues. So there's a, there's a situation – where it might matter. Not, I know your your question was about the head coach, but they lost assistance. It kind of seems to be a little bit chaotic, right? And there isn't right it now. funny that Iowa State is a one and a half point favorite? It, well, I think me. I think that factor is what we're talking it about. Could be. You know? It could be. That's a real surprise. It is. It's very North surprising. Carolina, South Carolina, they don't ever play each other. That's it's yeah, I mean that's it's kind of a rivalry. Um I I yeah. Yeah, Dennis said the same thing. You know, North versus South Carolina. That'll be fun. That's a war for sure. They <laughs> they haven't played since. Gosh, they did in the regular season. It's been a while. Um, well, another geography lesson here: North and South Carolina were on the same side in the Civil War. Just want to make sure everybody knows that. Because <laughs> Dennis said it's going to be a war. Yeah, they're yeah. both in the Civil War. North versus South. See? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's very good. They're to on know the that. same side, though, folks. And then uh, let's see, Tennessee, Purdue, Pittsburgh, and Michigan State. I like that one. That'll be a really good game, high scoring probably. Yep. And then you have the New Year's Eve, and that's when the big the big playoff yeah. games are. Wake Forest, Texas A and M is interesting to me because yep. if Wake Forest can move the ball uh, against the A and M defense, I don't care about the next one or the next one. Yeah. And of course, uh, then the playoffs. Yeah. And then, and then all I think all the New Year's Day games are really good. Yeah, yeah. Penn State and Arkansas will be a very good game. Oklahoma State, Notre Dame is very good. Uh Iowa, Kentucky will be a very evenly matched game, a yep. defensive struggle. Uh Utah, Ohio State should be really good. Utah's really damn good. good. They could beat them. Yep. Um they you could. know, Ohio State's probably a little disappointed where they're at. So that's mm-hmm. That'll Absolutely. be interesting. And then Baylor will miss. I think that's going to be a really that's good a really game. Really good game. You better believe it. Yeah. Um, let's see. And then Kansas State, LSU, the, the last one there before the, the national championship. Yeah. So yeah, all right. That see? game, that's another one. Head coach is gone, and they've got K-State as a one-point favorite. So yeah. All right, let's you know get LSU, you know LSU's got better athletes. Oh, there's no question. <laughs> no question about that. All right, let's get right. to the NFL now. The Chiefs and the Chargers tonight. It's a game we've been talking about for a while, a Thursday night game. Uh, Chargers have to win this one if they're going to have any shot to win the division. They would actually be in front. They'd have the tiebreakers if they win here. The Chiefs have been rolling. Uh, Chargers look good the last couple of weeks, too. Uh, Chiefs are a three-point favorite. Chargers have beat them once. Can they do it again? 
I think we discussed it last week when they beat him before. There was no pressure on him very early in the season. All the pressure in the world's on him tonight. You know how I feel about the Chargers. I just can't trust them. Uh, the Chiefs are playing really well. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna win. I really am. I'm gonna go. Uh, just because I don't want to pick the Chiefs because I'm rooting for the Chargers. I don't think they're going to win, though. I don't think the Chargers are. I'm going to go under 23.5 team points for the Chargers. I think the Chiefs are going to hold them under the 23.5. A lot of people think it's going to be high scoring, and it, it might be, but the Chiefs' defense is playing really well right now. Uh, Dennis says he does not like uh, that this game's on a Thursday night, this first game. I said that. It's way too important a game for Thursday. 100% agree with that, Dennis. That sucks that it fell that way. Yep. Dan chimes in and says, Chargers plus three, lock it up. How about that? That's, I hope you're uh, right, Dan. I, I do, too. I, I say Kansas City minus the three. I, I just think they're going to be able to get the job done here. I just don't think the Chargers are ready for, for a primetime uh, matchup like this. Here's the deal. It's a big test for and, – and, you know, people around here think this Chiefs defense is, is otherworldly all of a sudden. This is the big test for them tonight. You know, they, they've, sure. they've caught some teams that really aren't that great offensively. Uh, I think this will be the big test. On the road against a really good offense, if they go out there tonight and shut down the Chargers – I will definitely come on here and, and say the Chiefs, this Chiefs defense is 100% yep. for real. Um, so we'll see if they can do it tonight. I'm going to take Kansas City minus the three. Um, it'll be in the 40s come game time. The home team won't be ready for that. Uh, so really? We'll yeah, that's that's probably – I didn't realize that magic. Uh, KC minus three for Russ as well. So, um, yeah. Here's the thing, uh, Curtis, the weather around here has been in the 70s and 80s, so I don't know if the Chiefs are going to be ready for that either. Hey, they may not. That's a really, really good point. Uh, we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. It's going to be fun. It'll be a hell of a game tonight. Probably the best game of the week, uh, at least yeah. leading up to it, is, is tonight. All right, let's move on to Saturday where the Raiders go to Cleveland to take on the COVID Browns. The Browns have 11 starters right now on the COVID list. Uh, best, best recommendation here. You got to make sure, you know, who's playing and who's not. Don't bet this until we know. Um, we'll see here. The Browns were the favorites, but now they're actually an underdog. The Raiders are a one point favorite with all these players out with COVID. Yeah. What, what do you think is going to happen in Cleveland Saturday? Uh, it's gone from two and a half to one. Yeah. Uh, the Browns were two and a half point favorites and now the Raiders are favored. Well, you got to, it's what we were going to say. You got to check every NFL game before you bet yep. because they're dropping like flies. These players are with, with COVID. It's really bad right now. So, yeah, I, I was going to pick the Browns. I, I, I thought they were going to win. You know what? I still think they are. I think they're going to beat them. The Raiders were so bad last week. The Browns, I, you know, Keenum, is he's okay. If he's got enough offensive weapons around him, I think their defense will step up and 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 play well. I'm just going to take them because I, I just feel like with their backs to the wall, I think they're going to beat them. And I don't think the Raiders are that good. I kind of think they're going to beat them too. I kind of think they're going to beat them too. I, I really I really believe the Browns are going to win. And I, I rarely pick them, as you guys know, listening. I, I think they're going to win. They, they usually play well when they're not expected to play well. You know, so I think that's what I'm now, going with. I wouldn't bet anything, though. 
this, you can find better games. It's this too is, shaky. It's yeah, too it's 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 the Raiders are terrible, and and the Browns are just you just don't know who's going to play. You can find better games. Maybe the next one we're going to talk about for sure. I wanted to point this out. Russ says the under. This is the lowest over under total of the season, thirty eight and a half. And I don't disagree, Russ. I think it's got a shot to go under. Don't you? I picked it seventeen to sixteen Browns. Yeah, there you go. That's so that, under. That's under. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, let's move on. I think this is another great game this week. Uh, just a huge, huge, huge game. The Patriots at nine and four. They go on the road to take on the seven and six Colts. The Colts are a two point favorite here. How do you see this one shaking out? Well, is everyone else shocked that the Colts are the favorites? I am. Yeah, I, I'm shocked. I'm not saying they can't win. Not saying that I can't believe the Patriots are the underdog going into this game. Just as you said it, Dennis makes a comment, says the same thing. The Colts are minus two. Why? Yeah, I I don't know. And um, I don't know how they've done anything to be favored over a team that's won seven straight. Now, here's what worries me. The law of averages worries Mm -hmm. me. And the Patriots are due to lose a game. And they're coming off a bye week, and sometimes you lose your momentum a little bit coming off a bye week. It's a huge game for Indy. And you were saying last week, Aaron, and you hit the nail on the head again, these teams that are battling for these playoffs all face a game where they're the underdogs. Mm -hmm. And whoever can win one of those is going to have a leg up. And this is the Colts' chance is to beat them. That's a game that – Despite them being favored, most people don't think they will win it. You know, I'm going to go with the Patriots because I think their defense is going to win the game for them. They've allowed 73 points in these seven games that they've won. That's pretty good. I'm going to stick with the Patriots until they let me down. I have cashed on them for for many weeks in a row now. And I get it. Russ is going to go Colts. And he thinks I I do too. The Pats are due for a letdown, and they are. They are. But I'm going Patriots. I I love this team. I really do. And I'm I'm probably getting to the point where I'm getting too high on them. But I love yeah. I love them. So yeah, I do too. And I I, I can't bet against them. Uh, I Russ, I didn't know that. I I, I didn't know. I I forgot. Indy's coming off a bye too. So that yeah. lets that that out. Uh, it's not going to surprise me if they get beat in this one. This yeah, is no, I, me neither. Yeah, I've been worried about this one uh, for a while because I think Indy's decent. Yep, I, 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 it's a fifty-fifty game. I get it, but I listen. I'm sticking with my boys, the Patriots, yeah, and, and the Patriots. Uh, Jason said I haven't thrown the ball in a month. That's accurate. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I, I can't bet against uh, Belichick. I just can't. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Carolina. We'll go to Sunday's games now. Carolina goes on the road to take on the Bills. Carolina is pretty much done uh mm-hmm. the bills desperately need to win they're mm-hmm. 10 and a half point favorites i think they're going to cover i think they come out and play a great game what do you think i, I do too i i picked it 34 13 and uh if they don't beat them that bad i think there's problems up there i think they're going to get well this week and it, it, it would be my lock of the week i agree i, I think they're going to play a really good game and i think the the, the panthers are not going to want to be there you got to think you don't really want to be there. You show up. It's cold. You're in Buffalo. It's shitty. I think the Bills are going to be ready to dominate that one. All right. Carolina, or excuse me, the, the Cardinals, I should say, go go on the road to take on the Lions. 
Cardinals are a 13-point favorite. There's another team that needs to bounce back after losing last week. The Lions, we know what they are. They're not any good. 13, though, that's a lot. Is it kind of a skip game for you, or do you think the Cardinals will, will or or Lions, for that matter, cover? I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet this. Um, so it's a skip game, but if I had to bet it, I'd take the Lions and the points. I don't like the way the Cardinals are playing. I didn't think they played very well. Oh, they made a ton of mistakes in that Monday night game. And didn't I read where Hopkins is out for the year now? I I don't know if that's official yet, but he's questionable to play. Yeah. Um, And if if somebody's read that that is official, let me know. I I, I hadn't checked it this morning. So uh, I just think they're going to be flat. Here's something that's interesting. It's a good strategy. I wanted to bring it up before we go on because we're seeing a lot of, uh, you know, double-digit point spreads. What Dennis did, he didn't want to take 10.5. So what he did was cutting the spread in half and taking the Bills minus six for the first half. That's a fantastic. So that's something you can do with these games. And the same thing with the Cardinals. If you want to take that and cut that in half and just bet them for the half, you know, that would make sense. Oh, Kevin says out till the playoffs. Oh, man. I no, he says out that. until the playoffs. Oh, that sucks. Well, so DeAndre Hopkins out until the playoffs, if that's accurate. So that definitely keep that in mind. Um, and then finally, Magic <laughs> chimes in. Good teams win. Great teams cover. Hashtag Lions. I don't think they cover all that often either, though. That's the problem. Oh, buddy. All right, let's move on here. Jets and the Dolphins. My Dolphins are on a roll. Now they get the Jets. They, the Dolphins have trouble beating anybody by uh, 10 or more points. But what do you think? They're nine and a half point favorites here. Do the Dolphins cover this? Oh, I think the Jets are awful. I really do. Yeah, I think they're going to cover it. I do. Yeah, I think the Jets, they've kind of had their fun, and I think they're kind of coming back to reality here. I'm going to go Dolphins uh, minus the nine and a half here too. But this is probably one, you know, kind of a red flag. I like, I, I can find better ones to bet. Than oh, those. yeah. I probably won't. Uh, this one again, it's another one. I'm not just, it's like Cowboys should win this game. Cowboys go to New York. Cowboys are a 10 and a half point favorite. It has like struggle in the first half and, and maybe play like shit and then come back and win late for the Cowboys. That's why I'm not thrilled with the 10 and a half, uh, you know, points here. What do you think? I think they suck all day. Really? I don't think they're going to lose, but I don't think they're going to play very good. These are games they don't play well in. And I was not impressed with them last week. The way they finished that game was not good. I could see them being flat for this. This is just that's just the way this team is for some way, some reason. I they've been this way. They should slaughter them. They're so much better than they are. Uh, I'm going to take the Giants and the points. Yeah, and uh, Chris says Giants all the way. And I right. and listen. I'll be watching uh, this game with Chris on Sunday. No, that's right. I, that's right. I think- I think I get there about noon Eastern, and this game starts at will be one o'clock Eastern. So I think we'll be watching that All right. together, Chris. So we'll we'll see what happens. I I oh Russ says Giants money line. Wow, he's he's predicting a big upset. Uh, yeah, I don't think they upset him. But. I'm just gonna pass. So the Giants are no offense, Chris. The Giants are terrible. I'm I'm gonna pass on this yeah. one. I. I if I had to bet it, I would take Dallas uh, in, in this one. All right, move on to another uh, divisional game, big rivalry here as well, and a, a huge game for the wild card situation. The football team go of uh, Washington go on the road to take on the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles, this shocked me. Nine and a half point favorites here. Uh, what do you think of this one? Well, that one's went sky high. Yeah, this week it started out at six. 
In fact, I think maybe in five and a half. And now it's nine and a half. Yeah. And I saw where Heineke practiced yesterday. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm taking Washington plus the points, no doubt. I am now. This would be one if he's playing. I'm taking Washington yeah. the points because the Eagles aren't very good. Why wouldn't um, he play if he practiced yesterday? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna take him. So yeah, I'll take I'll take Washington the underdog here. I think this game, even if he doesn't play, I think it will be a tight game. I so, do too. Uh, I'm, I'm going to take the underdog in this one with the points. All right. I yeah. thought this this is the my trap line of, of mm-hmm. the week, right? Absolutely. The Titans go on the road to take on the Steelers. The Titans are just a one-point favorite. I realize it's a road game. I realize it's tough to win in Pittsburgh. God, I, I just think Pittsburgh's awful. Uh, but it seems like a trap to me. What, what did you think about this one? I think it's one of those scary, scary games um, the Titans are not very, they're not that good. Mm-hmm. Would you agree with that? Yeah. The way they're set up right now, you know, before Henry got hurt, they were playing really well and they've won a couple of games since to their credit. This is it for the Steelers. I, I am not even, I would just, well, it's, again, it's one point, take whichever team you like. Yeah. You know, and if you like Tennessee, take them. It's only one, so I think I'll take Tennessee, but I won't be surprised if the Steelers win. I've been caught in these games where I'm like, wow, that's weird, and I will take yeah. the, the line that I think is yeah. weird, and I get beat every time. I'm taking the Steelers plus one. Well, I, I, I don't blame you one bit. I, I think that's legit. I'm just going to look at it real, real, real fast. At You know, Tennessee, let's see. They play in the worst freaking division there so is. So bad. Oh, it's awful. Yeah, uh, Indy's not bad, and they beat them twice. But they got Jacksonville and Houston in there. But they were playing well before they lost Henry. Yeah, it can go either way. I'm going to take Tennessee. You're going to take Pittsburgh. Who knows? Yep. Yeah, there you go. At least one of us will be right. So that's, that's right. Do. Dennis says Titans minus one and a half, and team total team total over twenty and a half. Well, yeah. Should, but I don't know. I'm just scared, Dennis. I don't yeah. know. Uh, Washington has big-time COVID issues. Issues. Hey, Be careful. Again, make sure you know who's in and who's out. Don't don't bet these. This is not a week where you bet a game on a Wednesday or Thursday because everybody's got COVID problems in the NFL right now. So, <laughs> All right, so let's get to the game of the week. The Texans, 2-11. The Jaguars, 2-11. It's at Jacksonville. Going to be beautiful weather, 75 degrees in Jacksonville for this one. Uh, Jacksonville, four-and-a-half-point favorite. Papa Dude, uh, if Papa Dude thought Dennis was sick before, he's playing the Jags and the Texans game. He likes the over 39-and-a-half in this one. <laughs> what do you think about this game? Are you, are you going to watch this one? Well, I'll tell you what's funny. Since Herb got fired, Jacksonville's favored by more points than they were before. I know, I know. I think it was three, and now I saw it at five and a half once today, and then this one's got it at four and a half. And Kevin just mentioned it as well. Yep. Yeah, that's a very interesting thing. Uh, I think four and a half might be a little too high. <laughs> <laughs> I think Jacksonville's going to win. Um, I wouldn't bet it, but I think they're going to win, just because Houston is awful. I'm, I'm with my boy, Dan. I'm he's with the Jacks. You know what? And Dan and I have talked about this uh, privately uh, over text. 
the Jags have are they're not horrible. They really are better than that two and eleven record if they can well, get everybody on the same page. Yeah, and their defense has played well. Yeah, I they should beat them. So I'm 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 with I'm not. I mean, you can't get too excited about it. But I I, do think little, gonna... I I don't think I would bet much on the over. I don't see this being a very high scoring game. <laughs> yeah, well, listen, Dennis. Dennis has problems. Okay, we've we've talked about this. So we'll see. He just can't help it. He wants about this game. Well, I know, but the over, I, I that would be a little bit. I would worry about that a little bit, Dennis. Yeah. But All you, right. Well, I, you do very well, so I'm not going to tell you what to do. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's. Yeah, and, and Jason, this is a really good point. If you if you watch the show Monday night, I was nervous about fantasy, and and I made it. I'm in the playoffs, but with all these people going on the COVID list and all yeah. these problems, it's it's a crapshoot this it week. It is. So we'll see what happens. I I don't know if I'll well, I'll report back, and not not that anybody cares. But uh, all right, the Bengals and the Broncos. This is another massive massive game. Uh, in my heart of hearts, I feel like the, the Bengals are a better team. Mm-hmm. They are just trash how they're playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they go on the road, really tough road game, uh, or a t- place to play on the road, I should say, uh, against the Broncos. Broncos are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Do you think the Broncos get it done? I think Cincinnati's a lot better than Denver. I think Denver's the worst of the seven yeah. or seven and six teams. They have beaten some some bad teams. But they do have a win over the Chargers when they had to win one, too. And that's a good win. I think they beat mm-hmm. Dallas also. Mm-hmm. So they got a couple of good wins. I don't know. Will Cincinnati show up? I don't know. I think they're better than Denver. Yeah. But I'm not betting them. I think you you went with uh, the point totals for Cincinnati. Yep. And you went over 21 and a half. Yep. I think that's a pretty good one there. I think that's what I'll do, too. And I, I will say this, if they get over that, I think they're going to win. I, I kind of think they're going to win. And I do, I think they show up and play well. I just think they're a little bit better than Denver. I think Denver is like the, the, the picture of overachieving. I, I just think all year they're not, they haven't been good. And here they are sitting at seven and six. So yeah, it's, it's, this is a really interesting game. Uh, but yeah, I, I think Cincinnati does, does get the job done. I really do. Uh, uh, this is the time to take the Bengals money line plus one thirty. Dennis says Bengals are better than the Broncos. They need this one and they will show up. I hope you're right. We'll see what happens. I'm with you on that one. All right. Another big, big game. Believe it or not, the Falcons go on the road to take on the 49ers Falcons six and seven 49ers seven and six, two teams that are right there. Be a huge win for the Falcons. I think the Falcons are terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the Niners are getting it straight, straightened out a little bit. Uh, nine and a half is a lot of points though. What do you think about this one? I think the 49ers win, but I'm taking the Falcons and the points. Yeah, I think that's where I'm going to land too. I'll just move on. I think we're, we're we're the we're the same here. All right, Seahawks go on the road this week uh, to take on the Rams. The Rams got that big win. They're a four and a half point favorite. And as Jason says, the breaking news is Tyler Lockett and Alex Collins just got put on the COVID list. I know you like Seattle, but that could really that, change. That hurts. Things. That really hurt. Yeah. Yeah, I had this big long spiel, and I was ready for all of our chat guys to let me have it. Yeah, I'm gonna have to back down on my spiel now. Uh, hmm. I was gonna take the Seahawks. Yep. Four and a half. God, Tyler Lockett. I, I don't know. They they need him. Yep. Need him. I guess I'll backtrack a little bit and go ahead and take the Rams. I'm afraid the Rams might be a little. 
little flat coming into this game. I just have a feeling they might. There's two ways to look at the Rams. One, they're getting ready to take off, and that and they could be. Yeah, they could they could use that win against Arizona as a springboard and track and, and chase down the Cardinals, which I could see that happening because I do think they're a little better than the Cardinals. The angle I was going to take, though, where they're going to be a little bit flat and Seattle's going to come in there and ambush them. But if they keep losing players on the COVID list, I'll have to go with the Rams. So that's I guess I'll switch my uh, – change my tune and, and take the Rams. Yeah, Dennis says uh, he's taking the Rams as well. I'm going to take them as well. Um, and the, Boy, that could be a bad sign if we're all taking them. So <laughs> we'll see what happens. I, I just think, you know <laughs> – Seattle, it's just like they're getting going. They, they kind of feel like the Browns in a way. They, they get going, they get a little momentum, and then this happens. And in Seattle, it just seems like that's their season, right? Yeah. They just it's been a they never got any breaks as far as injuries and personnel goes. And no, this could be the final straw. Yep. All right, big, big-time game here. The, the Green Bay Packers go on the road to take on the Ravens. Green Bay, a five-and-a-half-point favorite. Uh, in this one, I think that's about right. Uh, I think I think I think the Packers are just a better team. Uh, Lamar expected to play. Who knows how healthy he is, though? What do you think about this one? Well, Dennis, just I have not been able to find the team totals anywhere, Dennis. So if if you know what they are, let me know. On yeah, this. we've looked a couple places, Dennis. If you have those, let us know. I think Dennis makes them up, but that's <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's all right. He's always got them. Uh, this is this is a huge game for Baltimore. In order to, for them to win, Lamar's going to have to play fabulous. He's going to, and he hasn't been. You know, has anyone ever thought twenty four and a half for the Packers? Twenty four and a half for Packers. I don't know. Uh, has anybody ever thought that uh, um, Lamar's tired? He does have to do everything. He has know? to do everything. I'm going to go Baltimore over the seventeen and a half. Yeah, 17 and a half. And uh, yeah, I think that's a good bet. Dan likes the Ravens plus five and a half here. I'm with you. I, I think we am too. A run, you listen, and Lamar is he is a running quarterback. He has to be. I do think he gets a little tired, banged up, too. however you want to call it. And I think I think he does wear down a little bit. Um, I like the Ravens plus five and a half. It, yeah, I, I, was I, any, I I could see them losing by a field goal, winning by a field goal, something like that. Mm-hmm. So I, I agree with Dan on that one. I like that plus five and a half. Um, and all right, let's go to the last one. The Saints go on the road to take on the Buccaneers. We talked about how the Saints play them very, very well. Uh, Tampa Bay, 11-point favorite here. Another big spread. What do you think about this one? Well, here's another one of those games. You talked about uh, a playoff, a team in the playoff hunt beat somebody they're not supposed to. Yep. And if – the Saints can do it. They're going to make the playoffs. Yep. The rest of their schedule is not that hard. So they could use this one as springboard. Nobody plays the Buccaneers better than the Saints. Uh, the Bucks are in third place right now, uh, third seed in the NFC. They're waiting for somebody to lose so they can jump up on them. I do think they're going to win. I don't think they cover the 11. I kind of think – they are going to cover. I, I think this is the time for them. I, I think they're going to get the job done here. I think they'll play a pretty good game. I think you're right. Now they see that in front of them. And it's like, okay, you know, the Cardinals, uh, they're, they got injury problems and you got Green Bay who might lose against the Ravens and, and, and they might, and they might know that even if, the, if Green Bay does lose the game and it's like, wow, right. the, the Tampa Bay all of a sudden 
has a ton to play for. So I took Tampa Bay here. Uh, I do think Saints over 16 and a half. I think they'll get over that yeah. number. That's so good. That's, that was my big play. Yeah. Well, it was mine too. Now and I'm looking at it. Okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> Well, I had that, and then then I also had the Saints and the points too. I had both of those. Okay, all right. Well, uh, the last game is Monday night, and we'll talk about that on the Monday night show. It's the Vikings and the Bears, and we'll, we'll get to that one. And uh, that game will mean possibly more depending on what happens in these other games uh, yep. for the Vikings because they're still in the playoff hunt for sure. So, all right, I told you we're going to end the show, and I'm going to be the one uh, that 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 gets us going with the story time. Okay. Okay. So my, my buddy, Wes, you know, Wes, right? From know Arkansas. Wes. Great guy. Great guy. Great guy. Great sports fan. He'd never been to a hockey game. Okay. He, and he texts me Tuesday night and he said, Hey, I'm watching the blues tonight. I said, oh, no way that? you are. He goes, yeah, I'm in Dallas. We're going to go watch it. Mm -hmm. uh, he's like, I've never been to a hockey game. I said, you, by the time you're out of there, it'll be your favorite sport. He's like, no, it won't. You know, I said it will be. I said, where are you sitting? He's like, fifteen rows off the ice. I said, oh, you're gonna, you're gonna have it. You're gonna have the time of your life. Mm -hmm. So he saw a great game, the Blues and the Stars Tuesday night. It was a really entertaining game. And he texted me about half. Uh, he texted me right after the Stars scored. He said, okay, I'm sold. This is unbelievable. This is <laughs> awesome. And uh, he saw a great game. So anyway, it was just awesome to hear that, you know, a guy that never cared about hockey goes to the game. He's like, yep, you were right. It's awesome. So it got me thinking mm -hmm. about the first time, first hockey game I ever went to, which was mm -hmm. an incredible game in the old arena in St. Oh, Louis. Yeah. Uh, the Blues beat the Blackhawks to sweep them in overtime, four to three. So here was my question for you. Okay. Best sporting event you ever went to live. That's how I'm going to kick this up. What What is yours? Oh my! And God. also, real quick, everybody in the chat, chime in with yours. Best sporting yeah. event you ever been to live? Go ahead. God, I don't know. I've got to think. I've been to so many. I've been so lucky. Yeah. <sighs> that was a hell of a game. That mm -hmm. hockey game. But it didn't mean a whole lot. But it was a Stanley Cup playoff game against the Blackhawks, which is the bitter rivalry of the Blues. And it clinched the series, but I think it was the first round. So it's okay. Now I have been to a couple. I had the I had the good fortune and, and I was on and I wish I'd have been a little older. Mm -hmm. I was only let's see, I was eleven years old. I got to go to game seven of a world series and I didn't realize the significance of all of it. It was the Cardinals against the Yankees yeah. and the Yankees, Mickey Mantle, Roger Maris, Yogi Berra were all on that. Uh, now Yogi was the manager. He was the manager. Maybe he was, I don't, I don't think Yogi was playing. But anyway, they still had all these stars from the sixties on the team. And I, I went with my, my father and my grandfather and I was so, I didn't realize how lucky I was yeah. to go to that game. But I, you know, that was in 1964 and I remember it like it was yesterday. So that's gotta be one of them. Yeah. The Texas Oklahoma game this year has, <laughs> it's gotta be my second one. It just, I mean, that was the most thrilling yeah. game and the best fans I've ever been been around uh, was at that at that game. What's yours? Uh, give me some time to think about a couple more. God, there's so many, and that's, I'm going to bring up a lot of them. I, 
I, it was almost impossible to pick just one. Um, my buddy and I were really, again, I've, I've been really, really lucky. My buddy and I were lucky enough to go watch the Blues, you know, win, win the, the Western Conference. That was unbelievable. I, I thought uh, OU Nebraska, when they were number one, number two in 2000, that, that has to be right up there. OU wins. They stormed the field. Uh, it was incredible, incredible uh, atmosphere game. Uh, you know, oh, you got behind 14 to nothing, came back to win. That, was that, that probably is the best, the best one for me. Uh, that was, that was really, really good. That was great. I, I, I'll never forget that game either. Um, the fact we were there together and it was fun yeah. and the crowd afterwards and people honking horns as we went down the road, you know, yeah. little girls out acting like they were cheerleaders. Uh, yeah. You know, had their OU stuff on. That was that was pretty. You may not remember that, but that was. Oh yeah, it was wild. I think the happiest I think the happiest I've ever been after a game was that OU. Yeah, you you know that game. uh, OU had been bad my whole life. They had been bad, and and uh, that we were back. Like that was the the game that everybody was like, "Wow, Oklahoma really is back. They're number one." And they went on to win a national championship, which made it really really special. Uh, I'll never forget driving out of there. The, the people with flags, waving flags down the roads. I mean, it was. It was I, awesome. I, uh, yeah. I think I was happier though after the OU Texas game this year because yeah. I, I thought we were beat. Yeah, and we played so bad. I I don't think I've ever been that happy uh, coming down the steps of a stadium than I was. That was just so sweet beating beating them like like they did because the game was over. I thought we were beat. I think that's why I was so happy. Aaron, I don't know whether you remember this game. It's it's a nothing game for most people, but another game that sticks out in my mind was when Missouri Southern, our school that you and I went to, mm-hmm. remember when they won that uh, regional game to go to the final eight? Yep. How how great that felt yep. for us to finally win. that was a that one kind of sticks. That's one I don't think about very often. But that team was so good. I got to tell you, you want to you want to get obscure. That whole run was incredible. Nobody will know what we're talking no, about. Also but th- th- you remember that the game, uh, the, the first game of the regional, they went into overtime. They had to go into overtime to beat Washburn. Uh, mm-hmm. That was incredible. I, we were also there one night. They were behind by two, and they made a three-pointer at the buzzer. I can't remember who they were playing. Oh, yeah, and that was a team that wasn't very good. Yeah, Carlos Newberry hit a three at the yeah, buzzer. That was to win a, game. Uh, I mean, a magical season. Um, yeah. And you know when you, when you root for, as you said, obscure teams um, yeah. that people don't, you know, smaller college-type things, yeah. you don't experience a season like that very often, uh-huh. and unless you're rooting for a perennial power, which – Southern's good, but they're not perennial power. You got to enjoy that. Yeah. It happens. And and that was in 1999 and we haven't had one since, you know, we've had some good teams, but nothing like that. But, but yeah, that's a few of them for me. I see some of these guys, uh, magic on there. Uh, Yeah. We'll go through these now. Jason says the masters in 2017, 2018, that's incredible. I want to know how you got to go to the masters, Jason. That's fantastic. I would like to know how you got to do that. I mean, that's pretty cool. Well, I mean, Jason's in the in the golfing world. I'm guessing that's how you got to go, Jason. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. All right. Uh, 
you know, Delmar Breeders' Cup was a lot of fun. He's talking about the first one when it was at Delmar. Okay. Uh, that that was a great time. There's no doubt that was that was an incredible event. Uh, and uh, being at Del Mar was was really cool. Uh, Dennis says he went to the Brickyard 400 last lap. My favorite driver at the time, Rex, right in front of me in the last turn, battling for a top ten. I don't go to many events. I'd rather sit at home. Yeah, I get that, but that sounds cool. I've never been uh, to uh, a, a, a car race. No. Uh, Magic says he flew back to Michigan just to see Detroit play slash beat Colorado for the final home game between them at the old Joe Lewis Arena. Emotional from the start of the pregame till we arrived back at the hotel. You bet, yeah. That's pretty cool. Pretty it is. cool. Uh, Jason also says he got to watch Marino uh, close out or, or Mariano. I'm sorry, close out Old Yankee Stadium with a nasty cutter to some bum on the Orioles. <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, Jason said he won the lottery for tickets two years in a row. That's really cool. That's pretty good. It's hard to get those. Yeah. Uh, uh, watching Army play football at West Point is pretty freaking cool. Also, I I would like to do that for sure. I would say that would be pretty neat. Yeah. You know, a place I've always wanted to go, and you and I have never been able to get tickets, is when OU's plays Nebraska. I would yeah. like to go, go up there. Well, we might do it this year. You never know. Yeah, maybe. I was going to ask you, Aaron, if you could explain, because I've never been able to explain to people, uh, you just have to go, what is it about hockey live that is so good? It's it's a good question. You know that first game, I, I just I don't know. I I I I was a little kid, and it's just like this is like we were sitting like the last row, of the upper deck. I didn't care. I like, Do you remember crazy. that day we were sitting up there, and in the old arena, they had uh, columns of yeah, posts. you couldn't see half the eyes, yeah, half the eyes. And we were yeah. right by an air conditioner, and I like froze to death up there that day. And I, yeah. I had been to a game, so I knew you better dress up, you know, have some cl- warm clothes on. I, we were, we were on the last row, but that was awesome. It's I don't know what it is. It's but the I sound. To, I, it, I love the sound of a hockey game. It is. It's the sound. It's the speed. It's the strength. It's the fighting. Yeah. It's, it's the action. It's the crazy high moment when they score. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. You just you like. I, I'm a fan of of all kinds of teams, and I I would put OU football number one, but the Blues are are a really close second, and sometimes they're number one. You know, well, it, and you, you know you go and the beauty of the skating. Is oh, it's, it's a pretty game. sport. Yeah, and and you hear the skates on the ice, and you hear the puck hit the goalie. Yep, and you hear the puck hit the stick when it, and you wouldn't think you would. But you can. I I don't know. Is a, I guess you're close to closer to the players, maybe um, in hockey. It's just beautiful to watch. I don't know what it is. I just like hockey players better than other sports. Well, I, they, you know, like I can, I get really, really into hockey. You know, I don't know why. I, I they're very. I tell you what, you can be a hockey player. It's. <laughs> I'm telling you what, you've got to be freaking unbelievable because you've got to be fast. You've got to have great hand-eye coordination, and you've got to be a tough son of a bitch. And to win the Stanley Cup, that's the hardest thing in the world to win. And so it's just all that together, man. You just They're very endearing, those hockey players. They are, and they're very fan-friendly for the Mm -hmm. most part. And it is. It is just an incredible uh, 
uh, thing to, to see. And you're right. Try. Well, first of all, I can't skate. You can. Yep. But to try to handle a puck while you're skating on ice yep. and you're getting ready to get the shit knocked out of you and you got to get that puck into the net or you got to pass it to one of your teammates. It's very difficult to do. And these guys, yeah. make it look so easy. And uh, it, it's just a beautiful sport. And you don't, you, you, you have to know a little bit about it. You got to learn, you got to learn a few rules, but I don't, I, really, I you can go to a game and enjoy it, whether you know it, understand it or not, really. Mm -hmm. um, Russ says, never been to one. And, and, and Russ, I'm guessing you're from Arkansas as well. Um, and just like my friend was, he says, might go to one in Vegas. And Dennis goes, Russ, you got to go. Just had a friend get back from Vegas. He said it was the best sporting event uh, ever to watch uh, and watched it live. I'm telling you, that atmosphere is freaking insane out there uh, in Vegas. You need to go, Russ. You need. You will love yeah. it. You'll absolutely love yeah, it. Yeah, just go anywhere to a hockey game. You know, even a, a minor league hockey game or even a college hockey game is awesome. Oh, listen. It's awesome. Heather and I went and watched Vermont and Providence. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Uh, Vermont and uh, – no, it was Providence. And it was, it was awesome. I mean, yeah. it was uh, like I, I'm like I, I'm dying to go again. I, I watched uh, Division fun. Three hockey, uh, Plattsburgh State, where where my wife is from. Uh, you know, we go every time they play when we're there. You know, They're, they don't don't play this year, unfortunately, when we're there. But it's it's great. Yeah, it's great. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's just nothing like it. We've seen, gosh, we've usually we get beat, but God, we've seen some great hockey games. There. Well, you it's know, games. and the other thing is too, when you watch it on TV. And, you know, and, and some of you, I'm sure, have tried to watch it on TV. And you're saying here, listening to us, saying, "What in the hell? What are, what are they? What are they talking about? It's so boring on TV." Yeah, you just can't duplicate it. Well, and I'll tell you this: once you go, when yeah. you watch it on TV, it's it's, it's a better experience for you to watch it. Yeah, because you, I really believe you can't really understand hockey until you see it. The other thing. It's not a great television sport. No, like you're going to see how they change lines and how they line up for faceoffs and how they try to exit the zone and get into the, how they dump the puck in and chase. All things that I'm saying right now that if you don't watch hockey, you're like, I don't. What is this a foreign language? When you see it live and you, yeah, Rush, you've, you've been to sporting events, you understand how sports work. You'll understand hockey when you go. You'll understand, okay, this is what they're trying to do. And then when you watch on television, you'll go, okay, I know what they're doing. They're putting him on the ice to match up against him and, you know, blah, blah, blah. You'll you'll understand it a lot better. Um, you have to go. It'd be fun. And even yeah. if you don't, you know, even if you just want to go have a good time and get drunk, it's a great place to do it at a hockey game. No, it costs, it costs way too much. For well, well, yeah, but you're in Vegas, so get maybe before, uh, you know, you could go. Yeah, I always tell people, you don't even have to like sports. No, you really don't like to go to a hockey game. But if you do like sports, mm -hmm. you're going to absolutely love going to a hockey game. Heather, Heather likes sports, but if I said, Heather, let's go watch, uh, you know, this roller hockey game, she'd be in a heart. She, she will go to any hockey game, you know, yeah. Sandy's the same way. If yeah. I say we're going to a hockey game, she'll go. Uh, I say you got to be ready in ten minutes, and she'll go. Yeah. I could be ready in five. Right? Yeah, it's just fun, man, and it's it's good times. It's good times, Russ. You'll have a good time. But anyway, that's uh, that's what I wanted to to get at. Um, all right. Well, since we're talking hockey, best hockey game you've ever been to? 
I've been to two great ones. Well, no, three. Three. Let's see. One we lost. Two we won. First one I ever went to, the very first hockey game I ever went to. You weren't even born yet. Mm -hmm. Uh, Your brother was like five. And he had the chicken pox. (laughs) So he slept through it. He didn't feel very good. Double overtime. Stanley Cup playoff game. Game five. It was a five-game series then. Pittsburgh Penguins. And the Blues were really good. The Penguins weren't, and they were almost going to get upset. Anyway, in game five, they won in double overtime. That was great. Uh, the one that we went to see that, that you talked about, that's right up there. Yeah. And then the other one, even though we lost, and I may be forgetting one, but even though we lost, remember the time we went against Colorado? Yeah. We got behind three to nothing and came back and tied yeah. that. I don't think I ever – felt a building shake more than I did that one. Yep. And they ended up getting beat, but that was a hell of a game. And he, well, uh, you, you went to that other one, which I guess is probably better than anything I've been to. Well, yeah. Winning, winning the Western conference was just uh, undescribable for, for a blues fan. And that was, that was incredible. But as far as like the game itself, it wasn't like that great of a game. The blues kind of dominated Games that I just that the first one obviously with the Blackhawks went in overtime four to three. I I, I I think that Colorado would be the other another one that be, being down three nothing against Patrick Waugh, coming back and tying it we lost but incredible uh, that was in the Western Conference Finals mm-hmm. best hockey game I've ever watched live and it's for me it's not close and you might agree I think you've forgotten this one okay. Uh, second round against the Red Wings. McKenna scores from the red line. Oh, yeah. Yeah. With 50 seconds left to tie the game at two, it ends up going to double overtime. That Red Wings team was probably the what may, uh, no, probably that's the best hockey team I've ever watched. Those, yeah, those, those Red Wings, that they were unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it was two to one. It looked like we're going to go home seeing a two to one game. It was a great game, but. And Al McKinnis, who's in the Hall of Fame, he had a 100-mile-an-hour slap shot. He was unbelievable. Yeah. A defenseman, one of the best defensemen of all time, just winds up and fires one from center ice, and it goes in with 50 seconds left. Yeah. That was the loudest building I've ever been in. Because that was unbelievable. <laughs> shock. First overtime, the Blues score, but it didn't cross the line. Craig Conroy, number 22, another one of my favorites, great player, just hard-nosed player, shoots one and hits one post, spins around the goal line, hits another post, and goes out. Mm. They call it a goal, and it didn't go in. And then Brendan Shanahan, a former blue, uh, beats Grant Fear five-hole to win three to two in double overtime. I, I'll never forget that game. I can remember that puck going between his legs because if you'll remember, we had great seats that night right yep. behind the goalie. No, and they I, scored, and and, and uh, Shanahan scored right there, yeah, uh, right in front of us. And you could see it coming too. <laughs> oh yeah, he came in, and uh, I think Chris Pronger broke his stick, and he went he went to go get another stick or something. Pronger fucked it up. I don't remember what he did. And, he was and, that for us. Yeah, Shanahan came right in, and the puck, like I said, you saw it go right through his legs. You're like, wow. But that was an unbelievable game. I've never gotten over that we lost it. But it was unbelievable. Yeah. So. I don't have a good playoff record. Well, uh, listen, I, I, I didn't want to go to that Western Conference final game because I thought I'd never see these bastards win. Oh, so look at what Jason's got down here at the bottom. Oh my God, Jason! Jason That's 
if there's one event that I wish I could have went, well, of course, I wasn't even born, but uh, it would have been that one. Jason's dad was at the Miracle on Ice. I would have so. loved to have seen that. That, that would have been awesome. Yeah, that, he, he beats everybody. Anybody who was at that game beats any other story, period. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's 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 the ultimate one to end it on. That's the greatest yeah. event in the yeah. history of the world, in my opinion. Yeah. So. Something else. Yeah, this one more comment. Yep. What's lost in all of that? Every uh, most people think that won the gold medal for the right. United States. It did not. Yep. They had to come back after that emotional win yep. and defeat a very good Finland team to win the gold medal. Most they people keep... think they won the gold medal against the Russians. They did not. Nope. That was a semifinal game, and they had to come from behind again to win that last one. And like I said, that that game gets forgotten. <laughs> so yeah. it's incredible, incredible story. I, I love going to Lake Placid. It's a beautiful place and all the history. And by the way, I bought this uh, sweatshirt in Lake Placid. So uh, <laughs> there you go. All right, guys, that's a good one to end it on. Magic, I agree. Incredible, incredible. Yeah. If anybody was there. Wow. Uh, all right, we're gonna we're gonna get off here. We got blinkers off coming on in 32 minutes. We're doing oh. early today. I'm sure you know why. Chiefs are playing. Oh, there uh, we go tonight. So we're gonna get that over with uh, today. So we'll do that in 32 minutes. We'll be right back here on Monday. I'll be live from Uncle Vito's. Back at Uncle Vito's doing all the right. show. Uh, we'll be exciting. So guys, good luck this weekend. Have a good time if you're gonna be betting. We'll see you right back here on Monday. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever Dudes Who Bet Sports. So you want to bet sports, but you need some advice on how to cash in big at a heck of price. Well, if you want enough money to line your shorts, then you're in the right place. This is Dudes Who Bet Sports. Dudes Who Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Where degenerates go? Dudes Who Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, the social 